Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. We'll do it live! Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. And uh, joining me, as soon as he can, will be Cameron Hawkins. But in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This is an interactive show, so please reach out and contact us in one or all of these ways. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this show, first way to, have, uh, to do that, give us a call. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines, and we will talk to you on air live tonight. Hit the Constellation Lines up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347 202 0103 to call us and talk to us live on air tonight. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard but you can't call us live, you can always drop us a voicemail. Voicemail is there for you. It gives you three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask your questions, pose your comments, rant, rave, whatever, whatever you got in you. You got three minutes to get it out of you on the voicemail. Hit the voicemail at 415 415- 787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229 for the voicemail line. You can always find us on the email. The uh, mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Hit us up anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Find us at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. The show can be found on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam's Twitter at Seahawk, that's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. So give us a shout over there, give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it. Y'all know how it works by now. So yeah, go and do one or all of those things, please, and thank you. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on Cameron Hawkins. Cam, welcome back to the show. Hey, what's going on, man? Nice hey, to be back. Glad uh you know, glad everything worked out on your end. So let's, uh, yeah, see what we got, man. Yeah, we certainly, 
got a decent amount to talk about. We've got a fallout. We got a new champion. We've got some decent TV stuff happening. Some uh, 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 Edge finally made his decision. So yeah, and, and a bunch of stuff in between. Oh, we got AEW making a big splash uh, with the signing. All kinds of stuff. Uh, where 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 should we start? What's the uh, what's worth the A block? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I mean, for real, let's just talk so, about Big Show. Let's talk about. I, I, I mean, that's what I'm kind of just anxious to talk about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You're at with that. So yeah, so um, it was interesting. Like somebody who was. Full-time is a hard way of saying it because we all wind down a bit as the years go on. But but Big Show, perhaps outside of – probably outside of Rey Mysterio, and I know Triple H is right there too. I'll tell you what, Rey Mysterio, Triple H, Jericho, and there are other names I'm sure, but those are the guys I'll kind of put in that uh, – in, in that window, and then Booker T's up there somewhat, but guys who were like prior to like pre-Attitude Era, Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression Era, uh, PG Era, like guys who went the whole, who have been, who have been basically, you know, stalwarts and cornerstones since around 95, uh, yeah, uh, Big Show who had been uh, or Paul White, I guess we got to say, who had been uh, in WWF since uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, February 99. in the cage. Yeah, man. Um, is, you know, has left WWE and is just signed with AEW. Um, now, we, we got to start talking about people signing with wrestling in a certain way, I think, because he um, – you know, he, he signed to basically they say do commentary. Um they're looking yeah. at immediately putting him on to their uh new their new Monday night extension of uh Dark. So it's like AW Dark Explosion, I think it's called. Uh it's Elevation. Like like that. Yeah. Elevation, yeah, something. You know, one of those things that's you know a word that's not really, you know, a thing. But mean much. So it was wrestling. So this was nitro. They ain't they don't light shit on fire. Um, but yeah, so he's that. And, you know, people said, you know, he had a run, I think around 2014 on raw and main event where he like really showed promise, like to be able to do that. And I even said on Twitter, like, you know, a a guy who was seven foot four fifty throwing missile drop kicks, he cares about the moves. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he's interested in the athletic aspect, uh, aspect of all this. And so, yeah, he might be good, you know? Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't remember. We thought, and that, it's weird to say somebody. Yeah, I feel like if it was in tw- again, I might have my years wrong, but I feel like if it was bad, we would remember it being bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, kind of the big thing with him. Um, you know, he's a guy who, even though he didn't start off in WWE, you did kind of see him as a WWE lifer. You know, he had. He had the thing that Mark Henry has where it's like, he's so big. <laughs> and he's so, and he's such an athlete. Like, we're going to keep this guy around forever because we can do stuff with this guy forever. And, uh, and just as an yeah, ambassador, just, you just never thought he'd sure. be gone, especially to AEW because he was, you uh, what? I certainly wouldn't have thought about it because he's not a, they're not going to sign him as a wrestling talent. Like, that part of yeah. his career is a, 
So it was like, oh, of course, where else would he go? But no. Yeah. So what I've heard is, yeah, what I've heard is, you know, they kept him, even though he was doing like the TV show and he's he does guest spots and he's been this great ambassador. What I heard was like they would not sign him as an agent. Um, and I don't know if there wasn't like. Again, this is just me hearing it, so so don't, mm-hmm. don't take it as me as just being confirmed. But you know, it's just like, man, this guy couldn't get on as an agent. Like again, done done everything right by them forever. <laughs> you know, uh, is loved by those people in the locker room and backstage. Seems to be appreciated as a genuinely great guy. And uh, yeah, he couldn't get down. So hey, you know, you figure, uh, you know, all them contracts he signed, you figure he's got bread. Um, you know, he can do the TV thing. Um, Super, again, super likable. I just, uh, you know, you feel like he's going to be okay, and I think, you know, if this is what he wants to do, then cool. Like, like, I definitely want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, it's it's it certainly makes me go. Well, I I definitely got to watch at least episode one of of that show. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just to see the show, just like oh, a new show. Let's see what it what it looks like. I mean, dark isn't the the best thing, so an extension of dark, but but whatever. It's on Monday nights. We'll we'll see. And oh, big show. Paul Weiss there, and going to be a, a the voice of the show in a way. How can I not at least watch the first episode? And I think a decent amount of wrestling fans are going to are going to experience have those same kind of feelings. <laughs> and this this they fuck around and do. Um, as big a number as, uh, you know, their Dynamite show does, ratings-wise. What's the format? What's it going to be on? If it's an extension of Dark, does that mean it's on YouTube? I think, I think it's going to be on YouTube. I think it's going to be okay. a YouTube show as well. Um, right. So, so it'll be a different met- way, metric and, and way of uh, measuring the success. But still, if you fuck around in a week, that thing's got 5 million views. That's, I think, would be considered a wild success. So, on the flip side, have you um? I feel like nothing happens on accident, right? Like just like mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't an accident that WWE started calling Goldberg the icon when Sting signed with AEW. I don't feel like it's an accident that on the same day that you get this Big Show signing, this Paul White mm-hmm. signing, that you mm-hmm. get. WWE's new performance class or your new performance center recruits uh, revealed. I, I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, even even if it's not a coincidence, I mean, good luck having you know Steiner's kid and Ty Valkyrie try to take over as the headline of the night or of the day and of the cycle. Yeah. And I mean, and, and it's funny. Like I, those both the things I was going to say, and I think you know Steiner's kid is like super intriguing just just knowing the athletic background he comes from. I think Tyler Valkyrie is like unique in a way that like it's weird. You can't even say that WWE's women's roster needs a unique character cuz they're all pretty, you know, they all really are doing different things and are presented in a different way at this point. Um mm-hmm. at least enough of them to where you can pick your favorite and who you want to cheer for and why. Um, mm-hmm. I think they do have some interesting ones in there. Like I think uh, 
Christian Casanova is a really interesting signing. Anthony Henry is a bit of an older signing, but I think like that's still a good one. Uh he's a Parker Bowden, older guy or they signed him a while ago. He's he's thirty six. So oh, he's an older dude, okay. Yeah, yeah, so making it now. Um yeah, I think that uh the Parker Boudreaux kid, uh big giant uh lineman from UFC, uh that you know, Heyman's always like he's six four, he's three hundred pounds, like gotta have that guy. I think uh yeah, they got some <coughs> they got some interesting signings. I really think they do, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But I think what I'm saying is, I guess, you know, it's WWE's attempt to say we're getting younger. You know, like we are getting fresh acts while the older acts are going other places. Um, which they could, that, 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 like, that would have a little more, little more punch if like Goldberg wasn't in a recent main event. No, it's a, it's a lie. Let me be clear. I mean, I'm not saying it's true <laughs> that I support it as any type of fact. But no, I think that they, you know. But I also they, don't think they're your strengths, hide your weaknesses, and lie. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's a sh- it's a stretch. But it's like, but they aren't. Not even you know WCW. Here's something they are something old. Here's something new. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Well. Well. Well, no, um, um, you know, we haven't even talked about like yeah. it's funny. We went straight to that and ignored like, and even though you talked about it at the beginning, like we should probably talk about elimination chamber. <laughs> I think that's you know, that's like the big wrestling thing. Um, yeah, the now the now the TV thing. Yeah, you watch the whole show? No, I picked in. I picked in shows. Okay, I think. Um, SmackDown's chamber, really good. Um, Raw's chamber, to me, was lacking. I, I just think they they try to do too many spots in it. Um, I think they I were think counting that, on the end. Uh, the finish, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I do think the finish, like that, that's what you want. Like they they did some good things in that in that show. Like you have <clears throat> Bad Bunny. <laughs> so yeah, Bad Bunny being a focal point of, of the WWE Championship brand. Um, you have Bad Bunny see Miz in the hallway, check him for not having no title, being a loser. Um, you have Bobby Lashley lose the U.S. title to Riddle with him pinning uh, John Morrison, so not being involved in the finish. You have uh, the Miz later in the, in the night commiserating with MVP, um, seemingly to make a deal. So then you have Drew McIntyre win the Elimination Chamber in in great fashion. Like, again, I thought it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then you have Lashley come out and attack him afterward so that, men could hit, uh, that Miz could hit that DDT that I hate. I think it's so corny to kick to the knee. Big, giant, oversold, oversold DDT. Um, but like you're taking away like an entire foot and a half of, of, of momentum and impact. How is that like? Is that better than a regular DDT? Like no. Ugh, but yeah, it is so much. Um, but then yeah, then you have uh, him hit the skull crusher finale, beat Drew for the title. Um, yeah, Miz is champion in the way that you should become champion when you cash in the money in the bank. Like it's almost the same thing that Edge did the first time. Like it's right there. Um. Of course, less surprise because um, they they told on it a bit there. Right? And I think if you have somebody not watching and they're like, oh, I'm not watching that, this and that, and then their friend calls them and says, yo, Miz backstage talking to MVP. I wonder what that's about. So you get a few more people to turn it on. 
you know, and then you get the dramatic title change at the end. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Would you think of a follow-up of Miz's champion, uh, Lashley's uh, confrontation? His, uh, his whole, like, intro and over-the-top fireworks spectacular and, and then Lashley coming out and giving them the, the ultimate Exactly what you expect from Miz, which is a compliment. Um, you know, Morrison introducing him and Miz being like, I'm better. You know, all the lies about the reasons he's better than people he's not better than. But just, again, like, it, it's weird to say somebody does something by the book, but also has a unique charisma to him. And he, he is that. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, if you listen to what he's saying, he's not actually saying things. You can't see them writing for somebody else. But, it's the emphasis he puts on words. It's the the serious look on his face. And the thing that he has that other people don't is, like, he really had to fight for it. And he had to fight for it after he already had it in. And that makes it harder, I think. And he's coming up around the JBLs of the world. You know, like, there were legit things working against him. And here he is, multi-time Grand Slam champion. You know, by playing the game the way you're supposed to play it. And so... Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was really good, and then I think Lashley's just being Lashley's just being fed up with the world. Um, it is just exactly what he should be. He should be a killer. He should be an angry killer, not taking mess off of nobody that everybody should be afraid to touch. Like he just should. Um, and then uh, me doing my job, um, I reached out to uh, somebody who used to be in a stable with MVP. Um, if you think about it, you'll just it'll make sense. Um and I just asked him, I said, um, what was it like working with M V P? He seems about as solid as they come and he tells me he sees a lot of things, man. There's a whole lot of wrestling that I or there's a whole lot not a whole lot of wrestling that I would call friends in real life. He's one of them, he's an OG, a mentor, sometimes a shield, had plenty of bullshit, T N A ideas for me got nixed by him walking into that office and saying, Fuck that. Uh so yeah, good eyes, solid as they come. So, like, when I see this stuff with Lashley, like, I, I feel like we have to be aware and cognizant of how much of that is MVP really having his back, knowing how he should sound, knowing how he should look, knowing how he should be presented. And it's just uh, – and, and, and also knowing what's worked for him in the past and what certainly hasn't uh, worked exactly. for him in the past. And exactly. And obviously leaning into his strengths. And uh, yeah, his weaknesses. Not, not to talk for him. And, yeah, he's out there to talk for him. Lashley's strategic when he does say things that makes mm-hmm. impact when he actually does, you know, grab the mic and has something It's like that lie they told about uh, that lie they told about Roman Reigns in that first promo. Remember when he was like, when I have something to say, you'll know it. And then, like, he never said anything interesting until, like, <laughs> then they wrote terribly for him for years. Uh, but it's like that. It's like that in that. It's exactly what you said. MVP carries carries the heavy load as far as the talking goes. And then, you know, Lashley jumps in when it's time to say something, um, you know, worthwhile. And Miz just being ultra frightened of him. And then having um, – I actually – and to add on to it, like, as somebody, you know, critical of a Braun Strowman, I think he's playing crybaby, demand-it-all role very, very well. Like – He's smoking it. Um, and then to have Lashley legit manhandle him, like choke slam him mm-hmm. from his chest. And then put like that fucking hurt lock. I was sitting here like, this is 
this makes, uh, you know, Braun Strowman doing strategic, you know, getting manhandled. That's not something you see all the time. Yeah, he gets beat more than he did, you know, two years ago. But he doesn't get manhandled unless it's like maybe Roman Reigns or something. And to have him on TV, on, on Raw, get uh, get picked up and thrown and then and then uh, and then beaten, one, two, three, and then uh, fucking hurt locked and ragdolled. Like, fuck, you know? Like, it, it just made me go, I, like, I think, what the fuck are they in for? What's Lashley? What what are they doing with Lashley? Like, I thought, well, he didn't get the big rumble win and, and that kind of traditional push. Like, this might be better. You know, the, the kind of, you know, the pressure's not on as a, as a Royal Rumble winner. It's just a different kind of, you know, different scenario. And, yeah, he'll fuck around and be a bigger deal come the summer than maybe he would have if he was going the route of him winning the rumble and, you know, challenging Drew and whatever. Because that would have just been like, a good, oh, that's a good, you know, good feud. Hey, one good guy, bad guy. And they'll have a decent match. But now it's like, I, I'm more invested in him in the title picture than I definitely would have been if it was just him going after Drew McIntyre. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, do you think that ultimately it does end up uh, Drew and Lashley for the title at WrestleMania? With Drew and with Lashley defending? Either way. I, I, if, they, if Drew gets it, and then Lashley, I think that's just like you just are left with, why did they do that? Yeah, I'm like what? What the hell? Why? Why? Well, I mean, you have, I, I do. They got to get, like, get the money, money out of there. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, to me, it means one of them is even if they don't see each other at uh, at WrestleMania, one of them becomes champion um, at that show, and then they face each other after. Because like everything to me, like, you take Drew off TV for a week. How is this not a triple threat? You know, like, how does Drew not show up during Lashley's title match? Justifiably so. You know what I mean? Like, no, dog, you played me out of the title. You knew what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't, like, a babyface move, but, hell, you know, we're not in, we're not in regular times. Um, I hate to see Lashley go, like, kind of back-to-back triple threat title matches, though. Like, we want to see that guy get a, get his one-on-one in. Um, well, the way they got the, the U.S. title off of him, it, it's just – that that was a part of like of the oh what are they doing with Lashley because I think if you're having them in that picture uh, you know as U.S. champion like you got to get that off of them and just also all the attention could be on the, the bigger title uh, so yeah so that went in, into it once I saw you know Riddle won the and the way they had Lashley drop the title so yeah it's yep. Cena WrestleMania 21 all over again. Got him. Got the U.S. champion and WWE champion. Get the U.S. title off that man. Mm-hmm. Here comes Orlando Jordan. My <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hmm. So that's exactly how I went. 
What's uh what, what do you what do you liking on the women's side either show? Charlotte with the promo of her life. Charlotte with the promo of her life. Now, like, so basically, Lacey Evans is legit pregnant. Congratulations to the fam. Um, mm-hmm. So they kind of use it as a catalyst to kind of get to the end of the Ric Flair Charlotte storyline. And Charlotte was like, yo, I don't care who's pregnant. I don't care if you let me think you got that girl pregnant. It's not about that. The thing is, you keep getting in the way of what I want to do. Like, I can win all these titles, I can do great, but you won't let me be an individual. You always got to show up when I'm doing something. And I was just like, yo, she she smoked it. And, like, he did what he could to refute it, but it was what it was. Like, this is where you have a difference of opinion. Like I said on Twitter, if you ever grew up and somebody asked you, well, have you tried reaching out to your father first? You knew exactly what this was. You were like, mm-hmm, she's right. I know exactly, I know all of this conversation. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was yeah. just, uh, she smoked it, and it looks like they're going to be through with that now. Now, does this mean um, she goes after Oscar because her head's clear and she don't want no partner? I don't know. Um, and then they did I, I the thing to, with how they dropped the title, or how they lost to to Shayna. And, yo, uh, yo did you see Shayna kick Oscar's tooth out of her mouth? No, I did not. I just yeah. saw that. I don't know if you watched the internet match with that yeah. kick. So she kicks the tooth out of her mouth, and Shayna being like the 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 actual combat athlete, because you know they got different eyes for things. She mm-hmm. as soon as she kicks it, she leans down and grabs her by her head and lifts her up to make sure she's okay. Like it was like yo, like if you if you go back and watch it, it happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that tooth came flying out. Boy. And they went there and finished fairly quickly after that. But yeah, it was it was a lot. But um, yeah, I, I think um, that, that that promo was amazing. I am not Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton, not for me, dog. I, I'm what the fuck? Okay, what the hell? Like spitting up the stuff in the okay, Papa Shango put his hand I can't, I can't focus. I got blood coming up my mouth because this girl keep messing. Like, shut up! I don't care. WD forty leaking. So no, it'll be interesting to see. You know, is because we kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the fiend to come back. Like, are they going to find a way to do a whole? What if they do a whole cinematic match with Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss? Because this is again, this is how you can get away with that. You know, like well. How can well, you make compelling well, on SmackDown, they had they, they, the way they got away with it with uh, Reginald, and that was I turned SmackDown on. I was uh, as stayed in Natalie's place basically the whole fucking week, didn't have any power and water, and I was like, hey, SmackDown's on, so I turned it, and that segment was on the, the Ding Dong Hello turned into a match. So we watched the match, and I was explaining to her how. The only way they can really get away with uh, man on woman violence, quote unquote, if it's all uh, one way, if it's all one woman beating up the guy. Mm-hmm. And then I showed her how all the ways that Reginald wasn't getting in any offense and everything, everything he tried, it backfired, she caught him. And then the only reason he got on top of her was because of the double drop kick and, you know, just kind of explaining that to a, a non fan. And, uh, but just watching it myself, I was like, yeah, this is, they're, they're really just making this very obvious that, 
<laughs> how they book their, you know, like Randy Orton can RKO you know, Nia Jax once in the Rumble, I think that was. But uh, yeah, you're not going to have Reginald. You're not going to have Reginald rear back and punch Bailey in the face. It's just not going to happen. And and they only had Reginald working with the biggest woman, so it made sense that she was throwing them around and <clears throat> that kind of thing. And none of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. Like if you, I mean, I don't. Not that there's some kind of complex emotion running through my mind, but it's just like let them let them you know wrestle a woman. Or even I have them rear back and punch her in her guts, but. You know, he can put her in an arm lock or do a wrestling move to her because it's going to become absurd. Like, this is just, you know, he's not a slouch in that kind of way, so he should be able to do one thing. He can, oh, he can flip and do that kick, but anyway, all right. But anyway, I, it was interesting what you got. how they how they handled that. And now you're talking about Orton and, and uh, Alexa Bliss. I want to say that's not no way they're not going to do anything. But well, sure. And Craig's like Orton already RKO'd Alexa, but Craig, like you can hit your finisher on a woman, like right. if your finisher is you know a thing that kind of exists in infamy, like the RKO. Like you can't uh, what Matt Riddle can't do that knee to the face that he does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's. There's a context to what you can and can't do. If it looks like something that wouldn't work in real life, they let you do it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, if it's an, an absurd I kind of wrestling thing. Remember somebody with a Stone Cold Stunner and, like, you just kind of lean down and they didn't really go anywhere? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, nothing that actually could – nothing that a kid in school or wherever the hell, you know, could do and then they could go, well, I saw – because if you are okay, I guess you could really. You know, it's like a rock bottom's an exception, a pedigree's an exception, but I think that like we are, I think we're on the same, <laughs> we're same wavelength. And that yeah, the RKOs and stuff is good. He's not gonna hit her in the head with the back of a pitchfork if they have a, a Firefly Funhouse match though. Mm. Or it would be with sound effects in like the Firefly Funhouse font, links, you know, yeah, kind of thing. Bang for sure. Yeah. That's- yeah. And every time uh, and Yeah, speaking of women Yeah Yeah, speaking of women I think that like It's it's a foregone conclusion I think that this Friday Bianca announces she's facing Sasha I think that's the The matchup we're going toward I, I like them together as a unit I think that, you know her, Sasha and Bailey are very good Together, they're, they're best friends They know each other in and out I think Bianca allows Sasha to be more of who she is in her entrance and, you know, less of what she is in other spaces. I think, you know, get your, you get your black wrestler around another black wrestler, the fire's a little different. It just, it's just it what is. it is. It is a little different. It's like, it's like being at work and, an like, another black person works there, and, like, you you got a little bit more, like, you give each other a head nod a few times, you got a little bit more to talk about. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you know. Like you're so much it's more animated when you when you when you pass by Rodney's desk. Uh, <laughs> what? Like, I don't know. Rodney's my man. Like, what the fuck? Little exactly. Rodney, exactly. that's why I'm home. Little Rodney, little Rodney with the fat ass butt. 
don't have Kyle there in the main event. Um, yeah, I think I think that's what's coming. And then okay, you know, so are we going to to play this out? Or are we going to continue with you know? Uh, are we still on the same Kyle O'Reilly? Is his summer kind of thing? So I would imagine he's got to win this feud and be set up for Finn or whoever's NXT champion come you know May, June, July. I feel like maybe they never plan to bring all four of them up together, you know, and it's a way for Kyle to get more of a singles run. Um, yeah, I, I, think he, I think he's still there. Um, you do got Karrion Cross, I mean, who's back and who's right there in that mix. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, but, but, Travis, before we take any calls, we're reading the emails. Mm-hmm. Exploding barbed wire match. For the AEW championship. What? Exploding barbed wire. No, no, I heard you. <laughs> so, okay, so Amber. Uh, no, I, I know you heard exactly what I said, though, but yes, I had, to, I had to put it out there twice. Uh, see, what's funny is you didn't even assume it was Omega, who was the champion. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. Like, oh, that's a Moxley thing. But, no, right. yeah, it is Omega, okay. Omega and Moxley. Oh, they run. Okay, so they didn't get enough back in Maryland a year or so ago. They're gonna come back with more garbage. Time to go. Yeah, man. And are, yeah, oh, I guess you can stuff. do explosions and stuff if you have like, you know, limited crowd. I suppose. If that was even a concern. Which, what the fuck? How did we get to it? How did that even come about? What? Niggas are mad at each other. He's fighting like crazy. They brought. He brought. Cancer to jump the boy, like you know, it's time. So he doesn't it's even have time. To All right. How did Moxley even get a, a title shot? Not I mean, I think you know his only thing. loss is that yeah. loss. So I think I think he was just in his ass. You know, uh, your man sick of hearing about him, sick of talking about him. So he's like, let's do it. I have to assume. I have to assume. Uh, Omega retains. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he's going to drop the title anytime soon. Certainly not just right back to. Uh, yeah, I think so. To Moxley. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I've been just so out of the AEW wrestling loop. I just can't. I'm just trying to put this in, together in my head. Like, how did this even? They've got so much going on with the with the crossover stuff that it just seems unnecessary to do that. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't a Moxley Omega match on its own carry something? Okay. Put it in a fucking cage. Okay. Make it a strike man. Or, you know, put a traditional gimmick on it, but yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of emails, let's get to, uh, Gibran's email from last week that we didn't get to because, uh, you know, there was a little energy running through the grid. Gibran uh, last week asked, uh, it's been reported that MVP had, has injured his knee, and if it's true, we can we know it's true, uh, it's pretty much over for the Hurt Business, right? Because the three guys that are left in the group are not strong when it comes to promo. Yeah. 
Well, I understand what he was saying. They put that nigga on crutches. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's how you what they it. do. You know what like, that's what the, yeah. if the person's not heard enough that they can't fly to the, or drive to the next town or ride mm-hmm. with somebody to the next town, they certainly aren't going to the wrestler themselves. You know, especially if you're an MVP type where you make your money with your mouth. You, you cutting promos brings people to the building, so to speak. You're going to be there. You're going to be like, hey, I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'll play up the the gimmick, put me in a neck brace, a wheelchair, whatever. Like, no, this is – more wrestlers have gotten over because they can keep entertaining folks on TV than, uh, than we remember. But, yeah, and I guess I have hindsight, but I think if last week we were on, I would say, no, they're going to put MVP on TV with a cane or a crutch or some, something and have him – have him talk because of exactly what you said. He's uh, he's the mouthpiece of the group, and you know he didn't break his jaw. Jaw ain't wired shut, so yeah. <laughs> Her business ain't going there. And then, if anything, it's like, oh, look at us. We're down one physical part, but mm, look at that crutch to the back. You know, just heal opportunities. Just yeah, just. And like whoever's idea it was to have a tornado tag with Lucha House Party and her business, like yes, this is what you should be doing, like because it was just Sid and Shelton in there with all the moves, and then man, that that was something to see. And Shelton is just like he's timeless, you know what I mean? Like not timeless in a way that Too Cold Scorpio is timeless, who is just absolutely still doing things people couldn't do 20 years ago. But as far as being big, strong, and athletic, um, Mm -hmm. not looking – like Shelton was always in – if if 10 is the highest level you can go, Shelton was at a 6 when he wanted to be and at a 9 when it – like at just the most random times. You know what I mean? And, like, he's just really – you know, he's really, you know, just sitting at an eight right now. And I think a lot of that is Cedric um, being as athletic he is. Like, this is the first time Shelton's been, all due respect to Chad Gable, it's the first time Shelton's been the least, or the, the, yeah, the, the lesser athletic guy in a tag team. You know what I mean? And, yeah, man, he's just really motivated. Uh, they, they, that whole group is just just fun right now. And, again, MVP, as soon as he put they, they put their crutch on him, he, he came out there talking that cash shit. Still performing at that high level. And Jabron's other question was uh, asking if Miz was going to cash in, <laughs> and if not, when. So, yeah. I mean, I can't call it, bro. I <laughs> I like the idea. Um, we got. Well, it's a little too early to start thinking about money in the bank. Um, this year, but just wondering how. Uh, Wondering who, if how many they do. They have one, one money in the bank, four on four SmackDown guy. How did they do it last year? Was it that uh, Otis won it and and some kind of he wanted that money in the bank, but it wasn't. Yeah, but it was it wasn't a SmackDown money in the bank match or a Raw money in the bank. It just was money in the bank. Yeah, they had three and everybody in it. Yeah, same with the women, I think. Mm Hmm. All right. 
All right. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate your email. Let's, uh, we got people in queue, but nobody's got their hand up. I think, uh, I, think I had. Oh, so hmm. uh, did, have you watched Young Rock? No, heard it was good. Heard, uh, matter of fact, saw the te- the ratings that him and, and Keenan did pretty damn good in the in the key demos and all that. It's really, it's a smart show. Like, of course, they're telling the legend as the Rock likes to tell the legend. So. There are things that you kind of trying to watch, like, come on, boy, I know that's Cap. But I do think they're doing a really interesting job in explaining the family dynamic as far as being a kid who grew up in a wrestling family. And I think that they're doing the thing um, where he didn't always go about it the right way, but my dad was trying to do the best that he could for me. Like, I, I do think they're doing that, you know. And can it be a bit troubling being that like we gotta watch watch the rocks black ass daddy hustle you know and i'm sure that that is a lot of the story um but wait slaying you know it, it's okay so i know you haven't seen the show yet right mm-hmm, right um let me i'm just just to try to explain an example of everything like there's this thing where he shows up on campus and his dad goes to meet the team before he gets there, goes to the locker room or the weight facility and hypes him up and doesn't tell him that he's doing it. So Rock shows up, and, you know, he's a freshman. He's going to meet the guys, and the guys are all, you know, oh, your daddy said this about you, your daddy said that about you, this and that, and, you know, hyping him up, and the kids are kind of like laughing at him. And so then the Rock goes and sets the 225 bench press record. So as to validate the things that his dad said, like it's it's a little like, I, and I think I hope that illustrated what I'm saying. Like, and then he calls his dad like, "Dad, why did you do this?" He's like, "Oh, son, you know, I just I'm on the road, but I just wanted to make sure they knew." Or they even talk about how like their dad has this fancy car, but they gotta sneak away to hotels because they need people to think that they're rich, but they ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying like. It was which which was like I'm not saying that's inaccurate at all. Like like that's we know that hell, we talk about Ric Flair all the damn time. We know Ric Flair was living like that, borrowing money from everybody. Right. <laughs> Out here wearing stuff he really, really couldn't afford. But right. you know, he was selling the legend and you know, he sold long enough it worked. But like it, it's a little not cringy to see that, but just to know like how you know, how much he reveres uh, his mother's side of his family and then not having details about his dad but as soon as I saw that I was like oh okay I see I see what's going on mm. it's going to be going to be one of those stories but outside of that part of it I think they do a, a really cool thing where um, of course you've been watching WandaVision right yeah so the show I don't care about I'll, I'll spoil things for you it's been a week so the show Young Rock is set in real time. Like so it's set well, actually it's set in the future. It's about the Rock running for president in twenty thirty two. And yeah, and he's doing uh basically a not a sixty minutes because it's more friendly than that, but it is like a sit down, closed set interview with Randall Good Park. Good morning, America. Randall Park. Do there, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um but it's yeah, he's Randall Park is the interviewer, who I just adore. He's he's so great, isn't he? Okay. You know what 
Um, he's, he's fine. Yeah, I get him. Uh, yeah, he's he's great. Um, I'm not gonna call him Asian Jim anymore because I feel bad calling him Asian Jim because his career is like so much more than that. But right. Asian Jim is smoking it. But yeah, it's about the Rock running for president in 2032 and basically them chronicling things in his life. And it goes from Dewey, who is like the 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 baby, um, you know, rocking like elementary. And then you have uh, Dwayne in high school getting into all kinds of hijinks, like mm-hmm. he bought a car off a crackhead uh, to go to a party to meet a girl. Like it, it was, it's fun. And then, um, and, you know, it's funny. They they of course say like they like he has this one friend, and he's like, oh, dude, all the kids like feel weird around you." It's like, "Why? Because you're like an undercover cop. You're like Twenty One Jump Street." And then, like, I think he said something to one of them, and the kid's like, oh, he's talking to me. He's like, he's talking to me. Am I in trouble? Like, it's it's just, it's really cute. Because, you know, he's 6'5", and eight yeah. high school with a giant mustache. Um, and then, like, they just touched on him getting to college, which I think is going to be the real interesting part, because, like, he's, you know. He's, he don't his have career no love for the NCAA, so – I yeah, think those are going to be the tr- more true than exactly. any any of the wrestling like behind the scenes. I think that's the stuff. That's also the stuff that's going to be hard to deny and hard to emphasize. You know what I mean? Like because that stuff is a bit more public knowledge, and people can like people we know. Like I think like Benny Blades is one of the characters on the show, and then Russell Maryland is too. Remember him Shit, playing Luke, for, the, uh, for the Raiders? That is the case. Luke, Luke's uh, uh, uncle Luke would have been. Yeah. Oh God. I wonder who's gonna play Luke. They have Luke play Luke. Oh God. Um, yeah. And so, like you know, like people are gonna like. I can't wait till Warren Sapp shows up. That's gonna be funny. But like, yeah, it really is a cute, endearing show. Like, I, I think it's uh, it's gonna work. I think it really is gonna work. Yeah, I meant to watch it because it's like, well, it's, it's wrestling. We're gonna people are probably gonna want to talk about it on the show, and then. Everything mm-hmm. I just kind of forgot all about it. But uh, did you watch afterwards the the Kenan show? Josh said it was okay. I did not because I yeah. don't watch television. I was like, they, they showed it on USA after Raw, so I saw it this last Monday. Um, oh yeah, NBC Universal. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, um, is, isn't it like isn't it amazing in 2021? Like, Raw is a three-hour show that can be followed with the Rock sitcom and Steve Austin's reality show. Like, <laughs> this is – like, USA has been trying to build this for 30 years. And, like, good job, guys. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Damn, when you put it that way, that is interesting as fuck. Wow. <laughs> Wait, is Austin yeah, show first run? Yeah. So he's like, oh, I get, I'm behind. I'm the, so Rock's rerun is my lead. Well, Rock, okay. Rock's re- only the only this one week. Only this one. Oh, it's not going to be this. Even though if I was them, I'd do that shit every week. Every week. Real yeah, talk. Well, I would run it right back, and then put Miz and Mrs. At, right at the end of that. <laughs> Just run it all. Um, by the way, um, I know you didn't watch all of Elimination Chamber. I recommend anybody listening to this go watch Broken Skull Sessions with Austin and Sasha. It is really, really good. Like that was a very good podcast. And 
Sasha has really good stories and has seen a lot of things and isn't afraid to talk about competition between people and what she thinks she is and what she wants to be. And then Austin is so engaged in his subject whenever he does this. It was really, really good. Like, that's a, it's, it's a master class in podcasting. It really, really is. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Yeah, man. That was, that was a really good show. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's the talent that he has on the shows that he interviews now, because in, when he in his first incarnation, he had the big star, you know, he had the big time mm-hmm. folks, Undertaker and shit, and they get reviews because it's Austin talking to Undertaker, or Austin sitting down with Ric Flair, exactly. But it's Undertaker and Ric Flair; they're not telling us anything we don't already know. Right, yeah. we've seen hundreds and hundreds of you know, hours of footage and tape and interviews and stuff over the last twenty years with guys in, in the era of let's open, you know, pull back the curtain. But when he gets to folks that we don't have all those stories on, your Sasha's, your Bailey's, your Cesaro's, and mm-hmm. did he interview Cesaro on maybe you know Seth Rollins? It's just those I think are the better. Interviews, the better podcasts, the you know the it's just an hour of uh, of uh, just better entertainment, of better information. Of you, oh shit, did you? I didn't know that about this person because they ain't, they ain't been around for thirty five years to to get to know. And, but they're also compelling uh, personalities and grew up in certain compelling situations and did interesting stuff and knew met, met interesting people. And Austin is a, like you said, masterclass interviewer in a, in a lot of ways. Um, I'm not sure if he could, if you put him in a in a room with, uh, you know, baseball player or, or 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 just something that he didn't, a politician or some shit. He might, it might be like, oh, Austin, just generic. But put him in there with a wrestler and with wrestling stuff, and they get to talk shop and talk about the business and talk about stuff in and around the business. Yeah, that's when you get you get your winner. So I'm not surprised to hear that the Sasha one was was as good as it as you say it is because the Bailey one was really good and he's he's just good with the the younger and newer talent that I think uh, mm-hmm. shouldn't be under understated or underappreciated. So, um, all right, I, I gave y'all a chance to uh, put your hand up, but we got one, two, three people that. Aren't putting their hands up, so hey, let's uh, wrap things up early. All right. So before we get out of here, um, we're gonna talk to Darrell. Check out. Uh, I guess talk to Darrell. Okay, there's a real quick because um, I know yeah, we can speak to the show on a call. Um, mm-hmm. If you have IWTV, um, check out Paradigm Pro Wrestling No Hook. Um, I'm actually doing uh, a couple of voiceover segments for that show. So that's. Uh, Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central on IWTV. If you have the IWTV app, you can log in and check that out. Um, and then Are you recapping views and video packages? I don't packages? know when I'm going to do it. Uh, say what? Are you re- recapping views and video packages? I'm not doing that. I am strictly – well, actually, I'm doing um, – I know I'm doing an ad for – I'm doing a sponsor ad, and I'm doing the intro work. Um, okay. That's what we've done so far. Apparently, I'm finishing on some more stuff. I don't know what, or I just tell them I'm down for whatever, man. I got yep. I got a computer and a microphone, and we can make it work. 
Um, so there's that. And then I don't know what I'm going to do exactly. Um, but, you know, my uh, very best friend, very best friend in the whole world, my man Isaiah Tristan, uh, who you've seen me in videos and pictures and talking back and forth with. He passed away a few weeks ago uh, unexpectedly. And so um, if you listen to any of the South Congress stuff, um, you know, expect something here soon. I'm working on it, doing my best to stay busy through all this. But, um, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk to Darrell. Let's head to Georgia, see what's on his mind. Darrell, fam, what's happening? Yeah, slow, right yeah. Yeah, slow like that. Oh, oh, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's going on in your life? <laughs> oh, no, man, because I'm just leaving work, trying to head home, and uh, <laughs> the little place where everybody be going to go bowling at, the whole parking lot and the other parking lot full. So I'm like, damn, should I turn around? No. COVID. Mm. Uh, nigga said, niggas in Georgia say COVID gone. They say COVID <laughs> done. Yeah, you know, they don't give a damn. They already, the, um, uh, Miss Bottoms done told them not to throw no stuff for that, um, <laughs> for the NBA All Star weekend, but they, shit, they done put out events. They they got people on Facebook posting it. <laughs> they got about 30 events mm-hmm. going on each day. Going hard. Mm mm Mhm. So yeah, yeah. So what you think about this week? Oh, this week right here, other than the men winning, um, that's it. And I ain't get to hear a lot of y'all stuff. I I came in when y'all were talking about young rock because I was switching over, I'm switching back over and stuff. But uh, I think I missed all the wrestling. Mhm. Oh yeah, I sure did. I sure did. I know y'all be going there for a while. <laughs> You know, portions of it, you know, but uh, how today being, I couldn't. No, respect. But uh, other, other than the men uh, winning, which was, you know, it downgraded a little thing and and stuff like that, I guess it was okay. You had the two um, chamber matches were good. One was better than the other. And, yeah, uh, SmackDown to me was better than the other one. Um, I think you had some of the best stuff on Wednesday last week, especially when you had uh, just, you know, uh, Adam Cole, that turn and stuff like that. Yeah, him I was saying, I was talking to Travis, like, like him, yeah. I think tonight's going to be a big deal on, on the why. Um, I look forward to it, yeah, for sure. Bobby Lashley what you think about G. What do you think about? Yes. Hell yeah. Everybody was saying. Do you uh, think uh, Darrelle is going to end up uh, winning the title? Hopefully he could, but uh, it depends because now how he's looking, he deserves a real run with it. But, you know, now that lesson drew, so now they're in a, uh, a coinky dink. But, hey, I, I wouldn't mind it. Shit, I wouldn't mind it if you put all the titles on, on them and have Keith Lee join uh, Hurt Business if he ever can get healthy and, and um, be um, – Corny bro, beat Corny bro, and um, take the title from him. Yo, so they took him. They took him off the show. Uh, healthy scratch off the show. Like, damn, I don't know Who what's that? going on. Like, who got the healthy Keith scratch? Uh, oh. Remember, Keith oh. Lee was in the um, in the Morrison <laughs> spot, and then he tweeted as we were doing the show. He just tweeted hard times. 
Huh. Yeah, they were playing it up like he was injured. They played it up as like, yeah. I thought it was injured. a legit thing. Oh, COVID something. Mm-mm. My man, my man Sean Ross said he's not hurt. Mm. What's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. But, you know, it would be nice if whatever they do with him, if they're trying to readjust him up. Because what they did with Lashley seemed, you know, all of a sudden, that's why you got that Russo-ass type of bullshit that they did, especially on Monday a little bit, too, throwing a whole bunch of stuff. And then you see him run through Braun because I thought it was going to be like a um, bullshit ending. Then you get a triple threat so they can give a bullshit win to Miz on, on, on Monday. But, no, they let it run through Braun, who protected. Um, they let it yeah. run through all everybody the else. The they all the signs are there that that this is a legit, like, this is the big push. If this is going to end with, you know, at the end of WrestleMania, one way or the other, whether he wins it from somebody at WrestleMania or he wins it tonight or, or Monday and then, you know, defends it at WrestleMania or something. But this just seems like, uh, you know, the big push. Because if you think about it, he's been he's probably even more protected than Drew because after he lost those two title matches against Drew, I don't think he really took another pin yet. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you can't think of one is at least – it's good. Yeah, but I, you know, you hate it for Drew, and that because I, I feel like this when it comes to Drew, um, then what they did to Drew, you would have Roman if Roman was still babyface lose to Miz like that. I don't care who came out there and jumped him because the Miz been, you know, first of all, the Miz got slapped by Bad Bunny in the face <laughs> early in the night, so you play him like a. A simp of food. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? One champion slapped another, but I don't, I don't see how that's. Uh... And he wasn't even. He wasn't even a champion. I'm telling you, that's what motivated him. That's what got him out the dirt. I just find it funny now. You you were hearing people say they oh they should give Lashley a shot at the title and stuff like this, and then then not even two minutes later, thirty minutes later, you hear him call in or say. I don't think Lashley ready. Are you? Are, you look at the tweets because uh, Cam can find all the um, problematic um, stuff um, on Twitter. You know, that's that's his um that's his um, yeah. his gift. His gift. That's his gift. That's what I got. All, um, that's what I got the set to. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you see these people Bad just say he don't like dark butts. It's gonna be a problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just feel like when I be seeing that and hearing that, uh, you said, but I don't know. I just be thinking the people be exposing themselves to who they really is as a person because if that was anybody sure. else, I don't, I don't think it would have been no issues because he never had a real shot. And plus the man been protected. So, <laughs> and you didn't mind him having a match against Drew. Um, and, and mainly I guess they was – Saying, well, given the match against Drew, he's gonna lose anyway, and Mania and 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 the, and the pale man get the win, reign over the um the darky. But you know, 
other than that, you know, and I love what y'all were talking about, but to get off the wrestling for a second, I love what y'all were talking about, about the Young Rock show. I, um, I feel like, you know, when he gets to the Miami years and how wild him Miami when he went with Jimmy Johnson was the coach and how they were wild and not dying now. You had um, uh, Uncle Luke paying for their food and giving them boys money and stuff. And that was around the time when Two Live Crew would get banned. <laughs> also, um, they were getting arrested and shit for doing stuff. certain songs and showing up at fucking clubs to perform. Mm-hmm. Going, they were going to the club because you got to think that was Warren Sapp them years, um, Michael Irving them years, mm-hmm. <laughs> all that stuff that was going on down there. So the you was um a little wild, especially if you talk to people mm-hmm. from Miami and they'll tell you the stories. Them boys were down there doing wild and not drug use, women um having women and all the type of crazy. So that'll there be is. interesting, but. <laughs> I feel like it's a love story to his pop though because that one story that Cam was talking about where his daddy was hyping him up. If you mm-hmm. think about it, when you were a kid, you you ask your parent why why you do me like that, you embarrass me. But then you yeah. understand when you get older, you start understanding, you know, some of this stuff you start respecting, especially when they were trying their best, when your parents tried their best the work around the way that, how they were brought up and stuff and trying to do for you. So I feel like, cause you know, since his father died, this probably was a love letter to his father. You know? Yeah. yeah. He, it's, yeah, it's going to be a lot of my dad tried. Like you do see that coming. Um, I think uh, for the same reason that we're talking about young rock, people should watch Superman and Lois. Um, I like the first episode. Like, I'm like, oh, yes. Like, like you, you mean the first two episodes? Well, okay, so I watched the first one. Was it actually two? I just think the app was acting funny, but it's the same thing you're saying, yeah, though. Yeah, like two, two-hour show. Like, being little kids. Okay. Yeah, the kids are from being little kids to being like, oh, maybe I need to understand a bit more why my daddy was the way he was. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a real change to the Arrowverse, which not even the Arrowverse no more because he's no longer around. It's very different how they got it set up, a little more serious, a little more heart-to-heart, since they can't go the old-school Lewis and Clark way. <laughs> yeah, I like, like that. We're tired. Of, we don't want to see them date no more. We watched that romance, like, evolve over, like, 40 years. No, no, no. Just be together. Let's talk about these kids. Let's do something a little different. Uh-huh. We too grown for all that. But other than that, though, you know, did y'all talk about um, Big Show or uh, Paul White signing the AEW? Yeah, I think like we were talking about it earlier. Like, I, you know, people say he's really good on commentary, but but okay, let me bring some negativity back into the world. I've been too positive for the last couple of weeks. Um, so like, apparently, according to No DQ, shout out to Kylan, uh, Sting is physically cleared to wrestle. So. I've been How? telling these niggas, like, I told them. And people wanted to call me crazy and thought I was so wrong saying what I was saying. He's just going to be an ambassador. He just is going to work with work with talent uh, outside the ring. And uh, no, he's going to wrestle to get more money. And he's going to compete over titles to get more money. Because that's what wrestlers do. They about their bread. Like, if you don't think you're getting Paul White versus Shaq, you're crazy. You're crazy. 
if you don't think that. That's not me saying it's going to happen. It's me talking about think about this logically. Think about everything you've seen. Think about how these people work. Think about how if – I'm going to tweet this in a second. If wrestlers no, I've been muted for the last rich from working 10 years in the business, like if you can get filthy rich by working 10 years in the business, why does everybody work 20? Like no, they are about their fucking brain. Like that too. Like why is the company putting them out there like that? These old guys, especially one who you know shouldn't be clear. Are y'all trying to recoup money or build up money? If they if this was done in the other place, uh, it would have been how everybody have been writing about this and uh, need to investigate their doctors. And, and stuff like that. Um, they need to um be. We need to. They need to show everything that they doing. They not being clear and upfront with everything they trying to do and stuff like that. I didn't know. I didn't know Steam was um clear to wrestle. I wonder what doctor did that. This show is not trying to get his win back over Sting or whatever it is. But a match with Shaq is the thing. That's it. Yeah, that's the most money he can make in a one-off event, probably for the rest of his life. And they should have went for it 15 years ago. At least eight years ago. When it was like uh, in the the co-host era, the raw host era, when they when they started or when they started their interaction. Shaq ain't, yeah. no, Shaq ain't taking no real bumps and and blowing his real money where his real money coming from. Well, he's not. That's how you going to sell more Right. Yo, if you don't think they will let, they won't have Shaq do the Brock Lesnar where he got his shorts on that got the general icy hot, uh, every other fucking Baba John shit. <laughs> I see Shaq in high, high hit him with a car and shirt by the general. And low end uh, products. Like, damn. Like, it ain't like Shaq just do the general. Like, Shaq, no. Shaq got a light of cane. No, he's hair, good. Right? He's good, hair. Rich. Hot Shaq John. And the funny thing is, it's not like it's not even like Shaq's from the hood. That's the funny part. Like, Shaq, you know, Shaq was, on, and Shaq was playing high school ball when in San Antonio when I was in middle school. Like, right. on an army base. Like, you know, like, that's... Actually, no, I wasn't... Wait, there. you mean he wasn't, like, in a warehouse in in Louisiana? Uh, like, his Oh, that nigga Shaq was in whatever... He was in the same armory Shawn Michaels was probably training in. Like, <laughs> yeah. So the Again, I'm, I'm messing up the timing a little. Oh, yeah, Shaq, Shaq was on oh, a coal Air, Air Force base, a coal army base. Playing ball, like because again they're from like Philly, I guess. Um, they're from Philly or New York. Somebody can fix that, but yeah, dad was in the army, went to go live with his dad. Found he was great at ball, lost one high school game, and you know became Shaq. Yeah. But nah, he does sell a lot of mixed company. He sells a lot of nigga shit. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. you, yeah, I, okay, but but like you said, the big show's last Paul White's last biggest payday is against Shaq. Um, and it would have been bigger. It's just like Floyd and Manny. They waited, you know, almost a decade too long to do it. But when it happened, they still got paid. Mm-hmm. Cause Floyd, uh, Floyd flipped that payday 
just started calling himself Money Mayweather, and boom, he started making yeah. the big, super big money after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? Um. I was. I was telling Trevor Durrell. What you think about this exploding? Uh, exploding barbed wire title match between Kenny and uh, Mox. I don't think. First of all, I don't think John Moxley uh, have have had a regular type of match since he's been on AEW. <laughs> he's like been, he been in Ravens Rules the whole time. Yep, a walking brawls and pick up. Um, pick I, up I think when they, when, I think that's what they do with him on Dark. I think on Dark, that's when he's doing kind of these regular matches, which is you know, I guess you know. Um, can't wait to can't wait for this extra hour of dark. I'm so excited. Another ninety two wrestling matches a week. Uh, did y'all see that now? They already like, do two hours. They already has... do two hours a week. No, exactly. So no they're, they're gonna have another hour on Monday now. So yeah. On um, YouTube? But yeah, now they have Yeah. Uh, yep, on YouTube. Another hour Monday night. That's the hour show that um, Raw, Big like. Show's supposed to be coming to, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's just who <laughs> he said. Nah. So if you look at it, Monday has uh, eight. Now has AEW and Raw. Tuesday has Dark and Impact. Uh, and then does ROH come on Tuesdays? ROH usually depends so. on your area. Uh, Wednesdays yeah. usually come on, on the weekend. Yeah, Wednesdays yeah, are NXT Friday. and AEW. Uh, Thursdays are NXT UK and New Japan, and then Fridays are SmackDown and ROH. Um, so, yeah. uh, how much money they make? No shortage of professional um, wrestling. How much money they making from them dark shows? I don't know. I mean, no sure. like, if YouTube, if, I mean, they have a YouTube channel. They're probably getting more live views than just about any YouTube show. Uh, well, any I say any in that genre. I can't say sure. any because you know there are you know white kid with a bad haircut make a billion dollars off YouTube in a week. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, they're doing all right as far as it goes. Um, but that's you know they they ain't really got to pay them people that's on there who, unless they already under a regular contract. They just want to be on TV. Um, you get on TV by doing good on dark. Um, yeah, that's, and, and they again they own the building, so really you just you paying for the cameras. Oh yeah, they're coming out of their main they main money from um, TNT. Those those cameras mm-hmm. anyway. That, they Somebody who shall not be named told me that. Uh, Somebody who should not be named who used to wrestle in AEW was like, yeah, pretty funny how everybody's super excited about this signing when all it is going to cut into their TV time. Because <laughs> everybody was like, you know, oh, we got, look who we got on the team. Let's go, this and that. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. Like, if that's. Are they getting paid for them? Um, for them? For how many hours you on the show? Right? Well,. I mean, probably not, but every minute you're on the show more is probably better for you overall. It speaks to how they feel about you for the most part. Like, I, I would rock with that idea. Oh. So every we saying everybody don't have guaranteed contracts. 
Uh, that part I don't know. I cannot speak to nobody's money on that end. Oh, I mean, if, if if they do, Sean Spears got to be the happiest guy in the world. All you got to do is eat turkey sandwiches. He's in one place, back, back. Same thing, get another place. That's what somebody was telling me. Like, I don't think uh, somebody told me that today. I don't think Sean Spears left WWE to become champion. I was like, you don't. <laughs> then why would he ever leave? Like. Unless he thought there was more for his career, why, why else wouldn't you sit there? And I think wrestlers in general all think that there is more for their career. That's, that's part of the, the job description. He left. But, uh, that's, how, that's how we're framing it? He left WWE? He was like, I'm out of here. Well, well, well. Yo, see, yeah, he, yeah. he didn't resign back. They offered him a contract. Yeah. <laughs> then he left. Yeah, yeah. Then it ain't nothing. I'm, I'm mocking. Uh, yep. I should be mocked. We're mocking him then. No, 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 I'll mock him, though, because – like again, yeah. I think that only because, like, in, in all seriousness, I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's good. And he's like, certainly I not good at telling Sean Spears uh, without a without a gimmick. At least with the ten 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 gimmick, you know. Yeah, there's no there's no fear of him. There's no uh, wonder about him. And and that ain't, again, it ain't a bad thing. If everyone was unique, nobody would be unique. It yeah. would like that word wouldn't exist. There, there. We are a world full of normal people, and we should, we should embrace that. That's how we should celebrate the unique people. And you know, a lot of people are gonna think they're more than what they are. I think he's just fine. I think being just fine will get you paid for a billion years. Like I don't know if Zack Ryder struggles struggles to pay the mortgage. I would be surprised. Like Ryan Nemeth has a job in a company because his brother is just fine but has been just fine for a decade and a half. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Dolph Ziggler being just fine has has got his brother a job being light him on another show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hollywood Nick Nemeth? Or Ryan Nemeth? Yeah. Ryan Nemeth, yeah. Mm. I guess. That's all you say. But other yeah, than that, yeah. man, this stuff is crazy. But um, oh y'all, one thing about that chat thing—if they couldn't even get chat to do a, a tape video of, of some real training instead of in his um look like at his own home personal gym, and he just um passing the ball to Jay so she can shoot and dribble around cones, then <laughs> I don't know if they're Jack gonna just wanted to watch that. Shaq just wanted to see Jay dribble around cones. Yeah, and then oh, and then no, when the cameras cut, be like, "Hey, you trying to come inside?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shaq was just on Meg Thee Stallion's IG talking about that booty, so we know what time Shaq's on. Oh, he's been on that. We knew that from um, Diaries of a Video Big. Mm-hmm. Shaq and I here playing no games. I girl, I buy you a bed just so I can lay in it because I'm a big nigga. Excuse my language. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. So yeah, I get it. But man, y'all good talking to y'all, man. Good hearing y'all voice. I hope that y'all people over there in Texas get y'all to get you right. Uh, fire the uh, power company that run most of that. 
What you mean? It's eighty degrees, and you know, hey, that was a that was a one off. Nah, he right. Ain't no, ain't no need he to. Right. Uh, I'm gonna show up to somebody's house in a triple fat goose and ask him why <laughs> why do I have to own this now? There ain't no need to, well, yeah. to, to 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 insulate the, the wires and the weatherized stuff. That was well. They supposed to fix that um, twice in two and in twenty years. They've been told this from what how the news come out and said this not happen every ten years when y'all get this thing. And the power company is supposed to be featured, and they leave me all out dry. So, man, I don't even want to see my phone. Yeah, I'm ready to. I'm strapping up and ready to go to war. I ran my bill today. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'm ready to fucking strap on the fucking rainbow night. Neither of everything. Neither of mine are Austin Energy. So I have uh, my electric is through a company out of Houston. My yeah, my electric is through a company out of Houston, and my. Water is through Round Rock, so the water was a bit high. The electric was normal. That might shoot up next month, but I'm ready to yeah. go. Cause being out of Houston, I don't know how Houston had it. I'm ready to go. We we talk about it. Be like, listen, you can eat a dick if you think I'm gonna pay this bill. Yeah, you think I'm gonna be out of power that's for the whole y'all. week, and then you gonna try to charge that's me four times more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They say thousand dollar bill. Pete Game, do it, you if you don't think it's going to be a class act lawsuit, I will fucking sign my goddamn name to that son of a bitch. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to get his name, but yeah. We're uh, just going to Dan yeah. Cruz's house, and we we breaking in and we turning on all the lights. Yeah, fuck a mariachi band. I'm the weird wet band. Running, running all the water <laughs> every day. They're running 92 <laughs> deep in his house every day, turning everything on and leaving. Mm-hmm. And y'all, mm-hmm. then y'all gonna see the real flammability of it. He ain't never getting charged. He ain't pay no bill for what. So he gonna run the war man, all day, every day. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, man. Right. It's a nasty world. Mm-hmm. All right, Darrell. We'll talk to you nasty next time. World. Yeah. All right, you guys. All right. We're gonna wrap things up on that note here. Uh, free The free show is over. We'll be back. Uh, VIP folks, uh, Rich and I will be by for another hour of content. We'll uh, return to the book club and whatever Rich has got on his mind. And a Dynamite and NXT recap. So, yeah. Uh, until next time, that's Cam. I'm Trev. We out of here.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.